Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Whoa! Hey there! Hey there! Hi there! Oh there, everyone! This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about and we actively invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is 9.27, Monday, August 2nd. We're just getting ready to get into another wonderful week of trading for weekly cash flow. Like I said, this is James, your host from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Let's jump on in, see what we're doing. Now, we're looking to gain. I don't know if you guys uh, listening have been listening for a while, but my main objective here is to obtain a 1% per week return safely. Now, the reason why I say prefer safely is you know we can't always be guaranteed what's going to happen in the market. We can have everything going our way, and then an anomaly can happen, such as the pandemic scare, and where everything dropped like a rock. What was that uh, last month? Last March? Not the March just passed, but March before that, March 2020. But everything is bounced off of that. Let's just jump in, get right to what we're doing. Uh, as you can see, we only brought in one position from last week. We had a lot of positions going last week and we made a nice, I think we made close to 3% last week. That was pretty cool. This week, let's jump in and see what we're doing. Uh, first on the list is STX. STX started out the year last year close to the low, but not quite. At 45.28, that was last year, this, you know, last August 1st. Um, 45.28 was the low. It didn't take long for it to find its low at 44.17. From there, she bounces off that. Comes up with a new high at 106.22. That was just recently. Uh, the 90-day high is 106.22. And the 90-day low is 74.58. Now, off from the high, this thing took... I'm going to assume it was profit take it. You know, you get to a certain point. Because she gapped up. She gapped up and made the high the very same day. There was a high of uh, 96.96, and that was at the end of April. Okay, there was profit taking there, and it went all the way to, um, what is that? May 11th. May 11th, she found her you know 30-day bottom there, and the very next day, she bounces up and uh, opens up at 85.01 and closes at... Oh, hold on a second. I gotta open this up just a tiny bit more so I can see it. All right, she opened up off eighty five oh one, hit a high eighty seven seventy seven, then ended up closing at eighty seven thirteen. Okay, now the very next day, this thing opens up at ninety seven twenty six. That's almost ten dollars higher than. The higher than the previous close. All right, the market just opened up. Let me quickly get through this little example before we start making our trades. She hit a high of 106.22, and that was on May 17th. From there, there was some more profit taken, went sideways for a little bit. Then on June 6th, this thing hit a, looks like a 14-day drop. 
Okay, 14 down days in a row. I mean, come on. Really? 14 down days in a row? And I ended up buying this thing at 98 something. 98 and change. Let's see where we are. We got 1,000 shares at 98.79. Today, all right, let's check out the seasonality. Because, you know, seasonality doesn't really matter too much once you own it. Just to give you an idea of which direction it's going to go. And it looks like this baby's going to still keep going down and sideways for the next couple of couple of weeks before she sees a turnaround, which does not make me a happy camper. But you know what? I've been selling covered calls off of that thing since I first got it. So let's jump in. Take out STX. And I'm not sure if how many of you guys did the trade last week for, for Apple. Oh, that was a sweet trade. Gotta love that one. All right, so here we are. We're looking at STX. The bid is 89, and the ask is 89.90. Now those are still the pre um, pre market numbers, because apparently this account is getting delayed data. It's not getting actually current data. But uh, let's take a look at where we are. The last trade was 87.90. Okay, so 87.90 was the last trade so we can look at the 90 look at selling the 90 for six points that's 600 bucks okay that gets me more than halfway to my goal all right let's confirm this is what's going to sound like considering we already own a thousand shares we're going to sell 10 contracts stx 100 which is the weeklies now you got to remember when you're doing this you got to make sure you sell the correct option because a lot of companies have weekly options and a lot of companies have monthly options now usually the ones that have weeklies have the monthlies also but some of them just have monthly options and then you're stuck tying up your money for you know three to four weeks which i don't like to do i like to do it a weekly basis if i'm going to collect 600 bucks that's going to be great so let's hear this again i'm going to sell 10 stx 100s which is the weeklies 6 August 21, which is this Friday. The 90 call for 60 cents. Right now, the market is saying it uh, 87.90 was the last trade. So we're going to send that one off, see what it's looking like, and it's going to give me an idea what we're looking at. Look at that. 68.85 is what the current market is on that one. All that being said, we got $80,000 to play with. Let's see who's on the list today. All right. August. It is... The second, so we want to look at uh, the dividend king because we did have some dividend kings. Here we go, right here. All right, so we have BHK, TGT, and Triple M. Triple M is always good, and Triple M that is a weekly option, and its EX date is on Friday. So I am going to suggest this is just a suggestion here that we go for the triple whammy, the triple play. I love the triple play. So let's jump in and take a look at that one first because see what we got coming up with triple M. 3M is a dividend king. That means they've been on the list for, for generations, okay? Now, 3M started up the year at the low at 149.31, jumps up to a trading range of 167, and... It, it travels all the way to the end of the year. And right around January, mid to the end of January, she jumps up to a new trading range of 176. 
from there, she finds another new trading range at 198, 199, so in that area. She goes sideways, finds a high of the year at 208.95. A little bit of profit taking sideways, a little bit more profit taking, going sideways. Now she's going sideways again at 197.94. Let's take a look at the seasonality and see if we can go for a triple play on this bad boy. Probably not. She's in a little bit of a downturn. Oh, I hate when that happens. Let's take a look at the big chart. Triple M in the big chart. One, two, three. Here we go. All right, definitely not looking good. She's in a very slight upward stance. Um... She's just coming out of a sideways market, so she's going to go to the upside. You know what? I could do a deep in the money call with this one, which means I'm going to miss out on the the, the third. You know what? If I do at the, you know what? Let's check it out. All right, there are more sellers than there are buyers. However, she's in a very slight upturn. She's coming off of a what is that? A double low of 197. Okay, I'm not 100 percent sure how it's doing that today. <clears throat> Haven't got the numbers in yet, but let's take a look at trading triple M. 198.50 over 199.14. Last traded 197.94. Now let's take a look at what we can what we can expect today. If we're gonna buy the 199s, there we go. That sounds pretty good. Let's do that. Let's buy 500 shares at 199. Now, I'll do 500 because it's a $200 stock. Okay, here's what she sounds like. Yeah, it's going to suck up 50 grand. Do I really want to do that, though? Suck up 50 grand and only get 400. That's less than... That's less than 1%. I don't know. All right. No, because we won't get the dividend because the dividend is next week. Okay, so that might not be the best play for today. Let's jump back then, take a look at the BKH, which is Black Hills Corporation. They got a 53 cent dividend coming up. BKH. I'm going to take a, another look at Triple M in a little bit. I want to see what else we have for Dividend Kings coming on the list. Because everything didn't look perfect for 3M. BKH started out the year last year at 56.93, found its low in sept end of September at 51.97, uh, jumps into a trading range at 59, trades there all the way up until the first week of March. She finally breaks out of that trading range and jumps into another one between 65 and 68. Goes sideways for a little bit. The new 90-day low, she has right around 62.90 and a high of 71.34, which is actually the 52-week high also. So she's bouncing off of a off of a, some support or the bottom at around 65.15. She's sitting at 67.65. Let's take a look at the seasonality. See what we can expect this thing to do in the next couple of weeks. We can expect some downturns. So I'm going to say no because that is a big heavy downturn. It's not even a slight downturn. That's a big heavy hitter. 
But let's check a look at the big chart and see what it says. BKH, because it is a dividend king after all. And you know what? The red trend line is definitely going down. And the buyers and sellers just switched hands, so there are more sellers than there are buyers. So that does not look happy. So sorry for BKH and all of its employees. I'm sure they're all nice people. Target's next on the list, 68 cent dividend. Let's take a look at the chart for Target. TGT, TGT, Target. All right, so TGT starts out the year at the low of the year at 126.25. The high of the year was Friday at 263. That's doubled in price in a year. That's nice. Everybody likes that. Okay, so we got a 90-day scenario. The 90-day lows at 204. The 90-day highs 263, which was Friday. And you guys know I don't like buying anything at the high, even though she's on a nice track. Let's take a look at seasonality for Target. See what we can expect. Yep, sideways with an uptrend. The big chart for Target. Let's see what that looks like. TGT. Looks like she's leveling out and is a three to one. Three to one buyers over sellers. I can't can't argue with statistics and numbers. You know, the numbers are what the numbers are. So let's take a look at Target. She's at 263. The bid is 262.05 and the ask is 263.44. That's still pre pre-market numbers. Uh, it does have a weekly option available on it. If we do the 262 and a halfs, that should sound pretty good. Um, but we're gonna pause for a second. We just pause. Well, hello there, hello, hello. Well, you know, it sounds like I'm just getting started, but I actually am not. This is section number two. I need to apologize for a little bit of interruption. Let's get back to where we were. Um, as you recall, we did do the STX90 call uh, for the first half of the show. Um, and I believe we brought in 650, I think it was, 620. 620. So we only got like 380 bucks left to go in order to make our goal, and we got $83,000 to play with. Woo! Double! Hoo! <laughs> all right, so we're looking at the dividend kings. We got three dividend kings that we're looking at. I already went through all that. Target is the one we're on at the moment, TGT. So let's go that back because we were interrupted before. Target started out with a low 126.25, high at 263 was yesterday, or I should say Friday. She opened up a little low at 256.23, and you guys know that I do not like to get involved in companies that are at their high, and this is at its high. So I'm just going to pass. I'm not even going to take a look at the seasonality or the charts, but you know, for the fun of it, for those of you who want to take a look at it, great, fine dandy. Target is in an upswing at the moment by the seasonality. The chart has it, uh, it looks like it's plateauing. Okay, you know, plateauing is she's at the top waiting to go down. The buyers are retreating and the sellers are advancing. So I think we're going to pass on that. Let's jump in and take a look. 
at the last dividend king, which is uh, 3M. Oh, did we already look at 3M? M has got a dollar forty-seven dividend, and it's not really on the list until Wednesday or Thursday. So I'm not gonna pass on that one because it's not until Wednesday or Thursday. So let's jump in and take a look at Warren Buffett's list. MCO and UPS is on the list today. So MCO, let's take a look at that, which is Moody's Corporation. They got a fifty-six cent dividend coming out. MCO. All right, so she started out at 280 last year. Basically went sideways all the way up until end of March before she finally broke out of that trading range of, of you know, between, uh, what was it, 260 and 290. Uh, she hit a low at 253.17, and that was right around uh, 1029, right? <laughs> right around election time imagine that but the funny thing is election uh, election she was at uh, 271 she peaked at 305 before settling back into that trading range she didn't break out of the trading range until the mid-march hit a high at 384 and that was last week she's sitting at 380 at the moment and I don't really like to uh, invest in stocks over 200 because of the return as opposed to uh, the risk, the risk-reward ratio is, is, is just not the greatest in the world. She had a little bit of dip coming up. Doesn't make me a happy camper. Let's take a look at MCO in the big chart. Find out what the buyers and sellers are doing. She's definitely in a downswing. There are more buyers than sellers. Uh, she could go up, but I don't like the fact that she's in a downswing. Okay, so that makes me a little uncomfortable. And again, I don't like trading you know, stocks that have you know over 300 bucks. It just you know, doesn't do it for me. And she has monthly options, so we're just gonna get out of that one. UPS is next on the list, but UPS is again not for Thursday or Friday, but Wednesday or Thursday. So I'm gonna pass on that one. Let's take a look at the dividend aristocrats, and there's plenty to look at today. BKH, which is have a 53 cent dividend. Uh, Black Hills Corporation, let's take a look at that. Uh, I'm gonna put into the trade one first to make sure she has weekly options, because if she doesn't have weekly options, nope, monthly options, I don't even wanna bother. Uh, CSL, which is Carlisle Corporation, 52 cent dividend. CSL, let's take a look at that. CSL again monthly options okay so we got six more to take a look at ADM which is Archer Daniels ADM let's take a quick look at ADM ADM alright so ADM has weekly so let's take a look at ADM 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 started out the year at the low of the year at 42.47. Basically, stair stepped her way up to a high at 69.30. Now, from 69.30, she had a nice downfall. To we have, uh, she even blew past uh, resistance. I mean, uh, uh, support. 
of 58. She's sitting down at a, at a new 90-day low at 56.94. Bouncing off that, she's sitting at 59.61. And a $59 stock offering a 36 cent dividend. Doesn't sound that bad. Let's take a look at the seasonality. What do we expect in the next couple of weeks coming off Arthur, Arthur Daniels? Oh, it's in a nice little uptrend. I like this little swing. She's going to go sideways for a little bit for the next couple of days. That works for me. Uh, the big chart for ADM. She's in a slight bit of a sideways downward turn. The buyers have just overtaken the sellers. Um, you know what? Let's take a look at the trade. The trade. Well, that was a little bit of interference. Good for that. Uh, 3M, we're looking at 198. Uh, no, we're not looking at 3M because we weren't doing that. We were looking at AD, ADM. ADM. And let's take it back to the standard chart to see what they're looking like. All right, she's sitting at 5963. The bid is 59.62. The ask is 59.64. It's kind of tight, but not extremely. Uh, if we do the 59.50s, nope. Let's do the 60s. Ooh, because we could collect the dividend. Well, that's if we hold it for two weeks. We collect the dividend and collect the 35 cent premium. That sounds like a good plan. And we could do about a thousand of them because it's only it's only uh, 59 bucks. Or we could just do a dip cap play. That's 500 bucks. You know what? Let's do that. Um, dividend trade. There we go. We're going to do a dividend cap play. We're going to do 1,000 shares. And see how that works. 1,000 shares. 1,000 shares. So if you guys are, are listening and not watching, anytime I want to do a div cap play, I right-click on the ask price. Right now it's 51 59.61 for the bid and 59.63 for the ask. If I right click on the ask number, not the word ask, but the number itself, the 59.63, I right click on that and a drop down tab opens up. And what's in that drop down tab is a whole bunch of uh, orders. So you can buy, sell, buy custom, sell custom, create an alert, analyze, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Now, I've set up my account. For those of you who don't know how to do it, um, I want to go to buy custom because I have what's called a preset order in my trading platform. So the preset order allows me to do trades that are similar over and over and over again without having to type in all the crap. So if I right click on buy custom, a second drop down window will open up. Now it allows me to do a, a buy order with a OCO bracket which was one cancels other which is I love those because you can buy or sell depending on which direction it's going to go and one order is going to cancel out another but that's not the order that's not the order that I want to place I want to do an OTO which is one order triggers another order OTO uh, they might be a different name on the different platforms but the thinkorswim trading platform, which I've been using for, oh my gosh, for over 20 years. This is when uh, I think Dave Sosnos owned, owned uh, thinkorswim. And they got bought out for a large amount of money. 
So I'm going to slide down on the second drop-down window and do what's called a dividend trade. Now, considering ADM is offering a 36 cent dividend, I'm just going to leave it alone. And a thousand shares will give me uh, 350 bucks. Let's see if she gets called out. We're going to do this. Is what we're going to do. We are going to buy 1,000 ADM at the market to open. Also, we are going to sell 1,000 ADM triggered by a 35 cent limit order. Good till cancel, extended time. Triggered by order number one to open. Okay, it's gonna be off to the races. Got filled at 59.38. And we're looking to get 59.73. So we're going to check that one out a little bit later on. Hopefully she gets filled. If she does, that gives me uh, 350 bucks, something like that. And that would take me right over my 1%. So see there, I already made my 1%, and I don't even haven't even used up half my money yet. So let's get back in and see what we're looking at. Next on the list is AFL. AFL. AFL is offering a 20 cent, 28 cent dividend. That is Aflac. There's another company that's been in business for over 100 years. Aflac started out the year at 35.53, went sideways all the way up till uh, election, right? At and found its low at 33.37 at the end of October. After the election, this baby gaps up. So you know, 39, gets to a trading range of 44, stays there right to the end of the year, and stair steps its way all the way up to the new high, which is 57.57, and that was right at the beginning of June. From there, she had a little bit of profit taken, settled into a trading range of 52 to 54, went sideways for a little bit. She gapped up the other day. Now, gapping up the other day, kind of makes it want to gap down to fill in that gap but let's take a look at the seasonality see what that looks like we'll take a look at the traders and see what's going on there seasonality for aflac is a little bit of a downturn and sideways what's the big chart look like afl aflac gilbert godfrey he's funny gilbert godfrey's the name of the duck not the name of the duck. He's the character. He, the name of the actor that plays the duck. Affleck. Whatever. All right. So she's bouncing off of a low, off of a low. She's on a little bit of an uptrend, but I don't know if that uptrend is going to be sustainable. Only because she gapped up. But she's going sideways for a little bit. A little bit of a gap up. The volume was increasing a little bit. On on Thursday, Friday is a little bit less volume today. She's at 1.2 mil, and she has an average of 3.2 mil. And we're about halfway through the day, so she might pick up a little bit. But let's see what the trading's looking like for Aflac. Aflac is trading at uh, 55.26 by 55.27, and we all know what that means. It means lots and lots of volume. Okay, so we're going to do a covered call on this one. We're two weeks out. 55.25 and we can collect 35 cents just for the premium okay 
I think I'm going to do that. Get a thousand shares of this. Uh, right click on it. Drop down window opens up. Hit the buy button. Let's hit a thousand shares. There we go. And I'm going to do just at the money at the market. And here's what it sounds like. Buy 1,000 AFL at the market to open. That's going to take care of $27,000. So this is a margin account. Got filled at 55.15. Now I could do this, the uh, the 55s, but I'm only going to get 60 cents. But if I do the 55.50s, I'm going to collect 35, almost 40 cents. Um, that's another 350 bucks. So let's see what it sounds like. We're going to sell 10 AFL 100s. That is the weeklies, my brothers and sisters. 6, August 21. That is this Friday. The 55 and a half call. A 35 cent limit order to open. Okay, she's off to the races. Let's see what the market is at the moment. The market is... Oh, that would be nice if she fills now. Because the market's at 47 and a half. And my limit order is 35. So this, she should fill very quickly. And if she does fill, that's 450 bucks. Oh, that'd be sweet. Okay, CVX is next on the list. It's not Chevron. Chevron Corporation. Yes, it is. $1.29. Let's take a look at Chevron. See what that's doing while I'm waiting to hear back about Aflac. CVX. Because I could do a market order. But market orders, you don't know what you're going to have. But the minimum I want to get is 35 a Chevron started out the year last year at $84.71. Found its bottom a couple months later at the end of October at $65.16. Right after the uh, presidential election, she gaps up to $80. Goes sideways for a little bit in the trading range, you know, $89. Then she moves on up to hit a new trading range between, what is that, $101 and $110. And Hitting a high at 113 at the end, uh, at the beginning of May. All right, we just got filled at 35. I would have preferred the 47, but hey, 35 is fine. I'll deal with the 350 bucks. We're going to get to that and the closing before we end up for the day. Okay, so she got uh, some support and some resistance to get the high at 113. Uh, she's bouncing off the bottom at 94.97. There's no real support there. She kind of went through uh, support. Uh, support was at uh, 101 earlier, but she fell down to 94. So take a look at the seasonality for this. CVX. Seasonality. There we go right there. All right, she's going to dip. And that doesn't make me a happy camper. She can dip before she goes up, and she's in a little bit of a low trend. So we're going to look at this, the big chart, CBX, and see what the big chart looks like. All right, like I said, she's bouncing off the, the 94. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't look very promising. Volume is pretty steady. She's a little bit of a downtrend, so I'm going to pass on this one because of the downtrend. We have so many other ones to pick through. So let's go back to the marketplace and find out who is next on the list. ED. Isn't that Ed, Con Edison? Con Edison. Yes, ED. All right, so Con Edison's offered in 76 cents. She started out the year at 75.89, found its high 
at the end of October at 83.92. A couple of months later, she finds its bottom at 65.56. From there, she bounces up to a trading range, a 90-day trading range of, uh, what is that, 76 to 79. Hits a high of 80.41, and that was the, the middle of May. From there, she falls down to 71.22, bounces off that. And here we are sitting at 74.71 at this moment in time. Let's go back to see what the seasonality looks like. All right, so seasonality for this one is not the greatest. A little bit of a down, a downswing. Not downswing, but a downtrend. Uh, ED, let's open that up, see what we got. Okay, red lines turning down. Those buyers and sellers are both retreating. Okay, so that does not look good at all. So I'm going to go back to target we looked at. WBA, 46 cents. Walgreens, ooh, 46 cents. Let's take a look at Walgreens. Um, I'm pretty sure Walgreens has weekly options. WBA, there we go. Okay, Walgreens started up the year at 48, 40, 48. Took a couple months to find its bottom at 33.36. That was at the end of October. From there, she jumps up to a, to a trading range between 52 and 55, hitting the high of 57.05. Coming down, hitting a little bit of re, uh, support at 45.12, bouncing off of that. She's sitting at 46.90 at the moment. So take a look at the big, oops, seasonality first, seasonality first, let's do that. Seasonality for Walgreens is, all right, a little bit of a sideways market. So the big chart for Walgreens would be WBA, WBA. Yeah, again, don't look good. She's still in a little bit of a, of a, Slope downward. That does not make me a happy camper. All right, so next on the list, CNP, Center Point Energy. It's only 15 cents. CNP. Let's take a look at the chart. She started out the year ago at 1914. Okay, hit a low at 1860. The end of September. From there, kind of all over the place, hits a high at 26.18. We've got a bottom here at 24.38. She's sitting at 25 at the moment. Let's see what seasonality looks like for these guys. Uh, sideways with a downward trend. Let's look at the look at the big trend that gives me a better a better view. Yeah, she's turning. She's at the point where she's turning, getting ready to go up again. And there's still quite a bit of buyers over sellers. So let's take a quick look at the trade for CNP. They do have weekly options, which is always a good thing. I like weekly options. 25.71. I like that. 55 cents for a covered call. That is good, my friends, and I have enough in it to get a thousand shares. All right, so let's do a thousand shares. Is that right? Thousand shares. 
at the market. Let's go. Alright. There you go. 25.71. The market. So let's trade that bad boy. 25.71. Now I want to do the 25. I could do the 26s. That's another 350 bucks. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Because that will allow me to hold on to the stock. And if she uh, <clears throat> actually goes up, I collected, I'm already going to collect the 350 for the uh, premium. I can collect the difference between what I just paid for it. So here's what it sounds like. Sell 10 CNP 100. That's the weeklies. 6 August 21. That's this Friday. The 26 call at 35 cent limit order, and she get filled at 35. That was pretty darn quick. Gotta love it. Okay, so we're sitting at this is where we're sitting at at this moment in time. Whoa, we got 620 on STX. We got 350 on Aflac. We got 350 on CNP Center Point Energy, and we still got 13,000 to play with. And we're also trying to do a div cap play, which is going to. Uh, are we doing a div cap play? Yes, we are. ADM. Okay, so the ADM we're looking to get what was it, fifty cents, which is another five hundred bucks. That would be great. Okay, so let's get thirteen, almost fourteen grand. Let's see what we can do with fourteen grand. E V R G. Is that Evergreen? Evergy. Evergy is fifty cents. So Evergy. EVRG. There we go. Evergy started out the year at 63.70. Found its bottom at 48.61. That was the end of September. Got to a trading range of 54 and stayed there all the way up to beginning of March before finally breaking out of that. Now we have a 90 day low at 59.01 and a 52 week high and a 90-day high at 66.53. She had 66.07 at the moment. She got a 50-cent dividend, which means she's going to have to break out of, break into a new high. So let's take a look at what seasonality says. Like, what does this thing normally do? And a big tank coming up. So I'm going to say new. E-V-R-G. Wow. So we have clearly in a nice uptrend. The buyers are way outpacing the sellers. This baby's going to go up more. So I want to see what she's looking like. 66. She is a monthly option play. Yuck. Okay, so we're getting out of that one no matter how good it looks. I'm not here for that crap. Microsoft is next. MSFT. She had 51 cents, 290. Ooh, what kind of return can we expect off of this? Let's look at what seasonality looks like. She started out a year at 213.86, found its low the middle of September at 196.25, goes sideways. She finally breaks out of that trading range in the end of January. She breaks out of there, hits an that trading range, what, 214 trading range, and she jumps up to 234 trading range, and she finally breaks out of that at the beginning of April, hit a double bottom at 239, which she's bouncing off of at the moment, 
hit an all-time high, a new high at 290.15, and that was last Wednesday. She's sitting at 285 at the moment. Seasonality from Microsoft is going to look something like this. Uptrend, very slight, nothing dramatic. Let's take the big chart, MSFT. And what does that say? Let's move this over here a little bit. All right, looks like she's hit that high. She's coming off the high. She's hitting low. Buyers are retreating. Sellers are advancing. It, uh, the numbers, it just doesn't look perfect to me. SBSI. SBSI. Let's quickly take a look at SBSI before we even get into this. SBSI to make sure they get weeklies. Nope, it's a monthly option trade, so that's not what I'm looking for. All right, that being said, I'm going to jump in with the Dividend Kings. I mean, sorry, the Dividend Aristocrats. Now, I want to look for a triple play. Now, a triple play basically is where I can buy the stock, um, capture the dividend, which is this Friday. There's, um, oops, let's get to the right one. All right, here we go. There's nine companies doing that for this, this Friday. All right, AMP, which is Ameriprise Financial, CWT, California Water. Oops. Granger, IBM, Lazard, PPG Industries, Rollins, SJW, and Sunoco. We're going to take a look at those tomorrow. Right now, I'm just going to end for today. I got things I got to do. Um, let's take a quick look at where we are. All right, we're just a tiny bit under 14,000 sitting around waiting for us to, to do something with. STX was the first one on our list. We brought in, uh, we sold 10 contracts, brought in 620. Okay, next we bought ADM. We're going to do a div cap play on that. We're looking to get, I believe, another 500 bucks out of that. If it doesn't do anything by Wednesday, we're going to cancel this, and then we're going to, we're going to sell a call on ADM. Let's quickly take a look at ADM. Let's bring ADM into the wing big chart and see what we can expect. Okay, ADM sitting at 59.43. We got ADM at 59.38, which is up, which is always great. We can sell the 59.50s at 45, or we can sell the 60s at 25. So if I don't hit the div cap by, by Wednesday, I'm going to jump in and I am going to cancel the div cap play and try to do a covered call. That would bring me a couple hundred bucks. Uh, because it doesn't look like it's happening. If it doesn't happen you know, today or tomorrow, that's just the way it is. Okay, so let's go back to the monitor. Uh, that's ADM. That was the second play of the day. Third play of the day, we bought a thousand shares of Aflac, and we sold. We bought them at fifty-five fifteen, and we sold the fifty-five fifties. Now the fifty-five fifties. If the stock goes up, we're going to get the difference between what we paid for it, which is fifty-five fifteen. And 55.50, what is that, 35 cents? Yeah, 
35 cents that's another 350 bucks Ooh, I like that so we already collected 350 bucks the difference between what we paid for it and the strike price that we sold is another 350 bucks that would be seven Ooh, I like that okay CMP was next on the list we bought it at 2771 and we sold oh, sorry 2571 and we sold the 26 calls okay so let's quickly take a look at CNP CNP CMP is sitting at 2572 it's only up a penny big deal not really worried about it but we did sell the 26 call brought us 350 so that's 350 350 that's 7620 is 1320 so we're up to 1320 today that's 1.32 percent over and above what we were what we are looking for and we got some other plays and we got some money to play with this is great i love mondays when they work out this way i'm going to end for now talk to you guys first thing in the morning and let's make some more money tomorrow you guys have a great day and i'll talk to you tomorrow Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.